This is Dr. Erica Monhe Greer with a Scholarly Wonderlust blogcast entitled The Bible as an Instructive Text. Many modern-day readers of the Bible tend to look for a system of rules. I suppose this is because we are raised to look for guideposts and follow the rules to stay in line. It starts in the home with chore charts and rules about bedtime and brushing our teeth. Then it is reinforced at school with classroom rules for order, playground rules and line rules, and more. It's unsurprising that when a person seeks to incorporate religion into their lives, they first look for the rules. I heard a story many years ago from a friend's mom. When she first started to attend a Christian church as a young adult, she was handed a small piece of paper with a list of all the things she couldn't do as a Christian. Among them were to avoid smoking, drinking, and swearing. While avoiding these things may be a good idea, and definitely, indulgence in these things may lead to other destructive consequences, let me be clear that these rules do not originate from the Bible. The Bible is not a rule book. I realize that your first thought has to do with the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments are not actually referred to as commandments in the biblical text. That is a chapter heading added much later by English translators of the Bible. The Bible refers to this particular text as something like all these sayings. Scholars sometimes call them the Decalogue, a fancy way of saying ten words or sayings, because they're essentially ten-ish concepts in Exodus 20 and also in Deuteronomy 5, which retells the Exodus story for Israelites' descendants. So what is the point of the Ten Commandments? The Decalogue is an important instructive text. It lays out guidelines that, when followed, ensure a healthy and sustainable community. This was especially important to the Israelites following Moses since they left a thriving Egyptian society to build their own in a foreign land. The Decalogue provides instructions about how they should relate to God and how they should relate to one another. In the same way, we may consider the Decalogue's instruction to be a useful guide for how to live in today's world. In relationship to God, do not act wrongfully against your God. Make no images that would remove the mystery and complexity of the truth of God. Honor God's way of doing things by incorporating rest for yourself and for those who work for you. And in relationship to others in the community with you, honor elders who have walked the path you are walking. Don't kill senselessly or act out in sexual violence that offends the commitment others have made. Don't take things that don't belong to you. And don't lie to ruin the people in your community. Don't let want for something eat you up. It'll ruin you and your relationships. Jesus had something to say about the Ten Commandments. Jesus summarized the Decalogue in the Gospels by saying what is most important is that people love God and love people. In a way, this feels like an oversimplification, but it captures the sentiment of the concepts in Exodus completely. In the Sermon on the Mount in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus explains some of the Decalogue in a way that emphasizes the intention of a person's heart. He said, it's not enough to avoid the act of murder or adultery, but a person shouldn't even go so far as to desire someone sexually without full consent, nor even wish someone were dead. Just before this, Jesus explained that if someone breaks one or more of these teachings and thereby leads others also to break them, they will be the least in the kingdom of heaven. These are not rules that justify condemnation or punishment the way we think about rules, but they are guidelines to help people attain and maintain respectable status in their community and also in the kingdom of heaven. 
Another type of legal text in the Bible falls into a category we call Deuteronomic law, because it is a legal code found in the book of Deuteronomy and in other parts of the Hebrew Bible that are thought to have been written in the same way and at the same time or by the same authors. The Decalogue is one example of the kind of legal code found in Deuteronomic law. Another kind of legal code is based on an ancient Near Eastern contract model called a suzerain treaty. This treaty is a contract agreement between two parties for protection in exchange for loyalty. Deuteronomy uses language that suggests the writers knew of this kind of treaty and applied it to their relationship with God and the land. Leviticus is another book of moral and legal codes that also gets cited often by people looking for explicit moral guidelines in the biblical text. Leviticus is considered by most scholars to be a priestly text. It outlines rites of purity and what it takes for a person to engage in ritual cleansing. Modern audiences tend to mistake the concept of being impure for active sin. In ancient religions, impurity was a state of being. Sometimes people become impure because they engage willfully in some act or another, like doing something that harms the community. Sometimes people are impure because of something that naturally occurs, like menstruation or as part of life, like dealing with animal carcasses or dead bodies. These activities were thought of by ancients to put people in a state of impurity, and thus they required religious cleansing before the person could engage in some religious ceremony or be in the right state of being in their community life. Purity and Danger by Mary Douglas is an interesting book from a cultural anthropological perspective. You can also check out my short series on reading Leviticus, which is linked in the blog below. As for the rest of the Bible, it is difficult to find a clear-cut list of do this, not that. Religions that are born from biblical texts have lots of rules, some more than others. The Bible itself, however, is more complex by nature since it is a spiritual text from a particular place and time. The Bible includes lots of different genres, ancestral narratives, poetry, allegory, parables, moral codes, and legal codes. The Bible features instructional texts and explanations of nature and humankind. Biblical literature also describes spiritual and otherworldly realms. The Bible is complex and should be received as a complex text with humility and sincerity, and not reduced to a simple set of rules. This has been Erica Monhe Greer with Scholarly Wonderlust. Visit my website for more information about this podcast, or follow me on social media. Thanks, and have a great day.